What is up, everybody? And welcome to Operation Yellow Tape, episode seven. Pretty excited. Seven months of this. It's uh, it's been good. The feedback's been amazing. I've uh, I've been uh, overwhelmed with ideas and folks throwing guests at me. Um, and just to let you know, I'm not quite ready. Uh, for guests yet maybe I'll get there I have a few picked out when that time comes but hey let's get moving Uh, we're in January 2024 and believe it or not uh, this is about the time that people start to quit this is about the time where people start to slow down and have excuses and revert back to what they were before they decided to go for that professional, personal, physical, mental change in their life. So if that's you, and you're listening right now, and you're in your car, and it's somewhere cold, or you have a decision to make, do you go for a walk, do you go for a jog, do you move something heavy, do you read a book, Do you go for that promotion? Do you uh, update your resume? Do you continue to make those goals important to you? Make them ambitious and make them difficult? Yes. Keep leaning in. Because everyone around you is going to stop. They may have you fooled a little bit on Instagram. You may may see a a 37-second spot of them doing something don't be you don't let that be you keep pushing folks like i've said so many times before i want this podcast to kind of be your gauge you know where are you this is your seventh month hearing my voice my stutter um, my ums occasionally this is your seventh month of hearing this so go back Where were you month three? Where were you month four, five, six, even month one? Has anything changed? If it's not, it is not too late to meet yourself right where you are. That's the important thing about all this, meeting yourself right where you are. It's time to own everything and decide that you are worth everything and continue making those great changes. So, month seven with me. Thank you. Folks, let's get right into it. I had a question sent to Operation Yellow Tape. One of many questions. Let me grab my journal because I'm going in that direction with it, folks. I had a question sent to me, and if any of you uh, watched my Instagram reel at Kenny Mitchell Fire on Instagram, and you saw the day after I recorded... I'll, I'll record myself doing this whole thing. Um, I don't have it on YouTube. I don't plan on having it on YouTube. It's just for me here at my desk in my office doing my thing. Maybe I need a YouTube. I don't know. For now, it's just me sitting here talking to you. So, I got a question. And I get lots of questions during the week. I really do. Um, and sometimes they're all over the place. Sometimes they're amazing. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're very sad. 
Um, sometimes I have to put resources in place immediately. Sometimes folks just want to talk to a stranger that they know they'll get the, the correct answers from because I have no reason to tell you what you what you want to hear. You reach out to me, and you don't know who I am, and you tell me uh, certain things about your life, your mental health struggles, what's going on. You're going to get the truth from me. It's not what you want to hear. It's what you need to hear. That's why coaching is important. That's why hiring a coach, a mentor, sometimes you need those things. So I had a person reach out, and I'm going to read a little bit, read a little bit of the email. It says, Lieutenant, what's up? Reminded me of the old 90s, what's up? And um, they put, you know, PPPP, what's up, a bunch of times. Hope you're doing well. Love the podcast. Few other little things about Johnny. They were making jokes that they see me and Johnny on Instagram, and Johnny's like 12 pounds, and I'm uh, not 12 pounds, and how we must look in that neighborhood running. Like he wishes he could see that. I'm like, yeah, I bet you do. And he goes on and he says, Brother, I have to ask you Have you ever seen the stigma face to face? Question mark. Then he put a couple space, space, space. I'd like your answer. Take care, stay safe. Man, I sat back and I thought to myself, what exactly does he mean by that? And I know, brother, uh, you're going to be listening to this one because you're waiting for that answer. And you and I talked about two hours before I decided to record. I'll be honest with you. I, um, I had to think about that because I'm thinking to myself – have have you ever seen the stigma face to face? Does that mean me looking in the mirror at myself? Because the stigma of hiding behind a smile and and a laugh is that me? Are you referring to mirrors? Are you referring to yourself? Are you referring to an interaction I may have had with somebody? And I tell you, I took several days to weeks to to think about that question. So I went to my journals. And I know when I get emails sent to me, if they hit me in the heart of the time that I was struggling, I go to that journal and I just go through them. I read through them all. And I came across one entry. And I'm going to read it. And this is going to answer your question. Because <laughs> it's, it's eerie to me to think that I made this journal entry several years ago. And here I get this question in 2024. It, it, it just reinforces so much about, I know that this vision turned mission, turned movement, now culture that we're building is meant to happen. We're, we're together moving through this. Because this journal entry, in my opinion, answers a lot with your question. August. 22nd. Zodiacs are out of the water. I'm driving slowly behind in the tow vehicle. The engine is in front of me. Our outcome was not good. A 16 year old member of our community is gone. 
were heading back to the station. I'm riding solo. As the hot August air blows into this non-air-conditioned truck, I'm wet, I'm salty, I'm sweaty, I'm sticky, I'm tired. And we're only a few hours into a 24-hour shift. Seeing our team work is incredible to me. Very few words spoken, just muscle memory, experience, training, and procedure mixed with relentless courage to save a life guides us. I'm honored to work with these men. I'm honored to work with men like this. These calls bother me. It's the seventh in about two seasons. I'll see their faces on the news smiling and I'll be taken right back to the scene. I know this affects us all. These guys, these guys never really mention it again, but I see their faces at dinner and I watch how quickly they call home. Today our time card was punched and we did our jobs. As we approached the station, the engine pulled to the side. I wondered, what are we doing? We all got out and stopped to talk to six or seven kids that were waving us down. High fives, loud laughs, helmets placed on tiny heads. The old, do you all want to be a fireman? was said as always, with seven screams of, yes we do. As we turned to jump back on the rig and me in the tow vehicle, I literally watched all four of my brothers go from smiling and clapping to blank and dull the second their backs turned from the kids. It happens to me often, and that is the it. The it is invisible to most. I have a feeling I'll get to know the it more than I'd like. Time for the next one. And I closed out that journal like that. So brother, to answer your question, have I seen the stigma face to face? Yes. In that journal entry that I just read to you, that is the stigma the ability to be able to smile and to clap and to jump up in the air and scream and yell and jump and all these things that we do. But the second we have to turn it off and walk away, we drop into that depression, into those deep thoughts, into those hurts. I will tell you, I've talked to all four of those men since mm, since starting this mental health journey of mine to bring resources and help to the helpers. And they've all told me, brother, you have no idea. We were all in our 15th year, 16th year, 20th year. We were struggling and we just didn't know what to do about it because back then we did nothing about it. So that is 
the face of stigma. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter no matter what you do for work, you're, you're going to have a stigma with mental health. It does not matter if you're a secretary, if you're a counselor, if you're a train operator, police officer, firefighter, school teacher. It, it doesn't matter. You work at Lowe's. You work at Capital One. Yep, there you have it. First you success. A Capital One shout out. We all face these things. The goal is to talk about them. It's 2024. You know, the goal is to pull like-minded people aside and ask them, how are they doing? Talk to them about yourself. If you follow my Instagram at all, you hear me say that we have to be fierce in the recognition of an early mental health decline in those we love, live with, work with, and especially ourselves. We have to be. So, brother, I hope that answers your question. Um, I could go in many ways with that. You know, have you ever seen the stigma face to face? But as I scrolled through my journal, that entry just stuck out. I remember that day like it was yesterday. Um, we had a 16-year-old uh, lose his life in the water, and it was probably like I put in the journal. I don't know, six or seven folks that we had lost in a couple of seasons. And it always just stung to all of us. We would come back and we would um, we would go over the call. What would we do differently? What could we do quicker? What could we do better? Which every good team does. You want to get better. You don't come back and just flop in the chair and hope for the best. You come back and you think, what went right that time? How could we have gotten out quicker? You know, did the Zodiac need to be uh, this? Did you need to think about this? We, we just, you just do that. And it's how you become better as a team, especially when your job revolves around life and death decisions and your team has to operate like a machine. You come back and you critique and you take it hard. Um, you know, while eating dinner, you know, I remember that night we're eating dinner and up pops their face on the news. And I said it in the, I said it in the journal. It, I, it took me right back to the scene. And since that day, talking to those brothers I worked with, they said the same thing, man. We're sitting there eating our dinner. The news is always on. And there's their face. Interviewing neighbors, interviewing family. It takes us right back. The goal is to be proactive with this. You've heard me say it a million times. If you follow my Instagram page, if you've heard me present and speak, I say, you're not going to not see these things again. You've chosen the path of a first responder. You've chosen the path of ECC, Sheriff's Department, Military, you are going to see these traumas repeatedly. You have to have proactive practices in place to get through them. You can't just wing it. You can't just wing your physical health. You can't just wing your mental and emotional health. You have to, all along the way, the entire chapter, the entire book, 
work on yourself, making yourself better and stronger, making your inner circle tighter. A lot of people reach out to Operation Yellow Tape, y'all, and they're like, you know, I'm struggling in this area, I'm struggling in that area. And a lot of them, it's the same stuff over and over. And I tell them, nothing changes if nothing changes. This is our ninth month talking, brother. My sister, what, what, what are you not wanting to do? Why are you not wanting to make a little bit of incremental changes to make things easier and better? You have to work on it. You have to work on it. Some more emails I've been getting at Operation Yellow Tape revolve around grief. <clears throat> I've had some people really reach out to me with some some pretty hard stories. They've lost people unexpectedly. I've had I've had firemen, brothers, sisters reach out to me and line of duty deaths, people dropping unexpectedly. I've had folks reach out who have lost folks due to long illnesses. But lately it's been unexpected. And that hurts. And you know me when I speak, I talk about outside the yellow tape. How working inside the yellow tape is hard. It's tough. It's dark in there, it's cold in there, it's, it's, it's bloody in there, it's, it's a lot in there. But on the outside of the yellow tape, it's where we have a lot of our problems. Relationship, health problems, parents getting older, issues with our kids, issues with our own health, friends' health, divorces, child custody battles, business failures, self-doubt, outside the yellow tape is where so much of this lies. And so many of your questions come to me from outside the yellow tape. And here recently I've been getting some about grief and several of you have said, and I know you're listening, several of you has, have said, this is it. This is the one that is gonna stop me in my tracks. I can't go further. I'm done. There's nothing more I can do. This has happened, this has happened, this has happened, and now this has happened. So sorry, Kenny, I'm throwing my hands up, and I'm just done. And some of you have made some pretty scary statements. Let me tell you, let me tell you this. You are not by yourself in feeling that pain of losing somebody unexpectedly. You're not by yourself in wanting to throw your hands up and quit. But you have to keep going. I sit here today and my, my mind is telling me, stop. Push stop on this podcast. They're going to hear your voice crack. And I've got my hands together in my lap because I'm not going to push stop. Because of all the losses that I've had in my life, and I've had two, three, four, five major ones. 
major ones. And each time, I have felt that. I've got to just give up. But there is something in me that's called resiliency. And you have to work on being resilient. It just doesn't come easy. But when I tell you that the brother who is on my wrist, Carly's mom, and most importantly, and most recently, not most importantly, most recently, um, Jason Ware, Captain Ware, one of my best friends here in this organization. When he was killed on August 11th of 2023, again, about nine hours after talking to me on the phone and Facebook, I still have a wonderful DM from him on Facebook that says so much that I'll, I'll never get rid of. When I woke up that morning and, and heard that news, I instantly wanted to fold and quit. And so much of what you, what you guys are saying, we, we feel that. We all feel that pain. You're not by yourself. You're not unusual. You're not strange. You're not alone in this. I can't tell you how horrifically that knocked me down and continues to knock me down. And you tell yourself you don't want to talk about it. You don't want no one to hear your voice crack. Your mind is screaming, push stop on this podcast. You can't, you can't let them know that there's a dent in your armor, that your voice is cracking. Stop the podcast. In bigger terms, we do that with people around us. We stop the conversation. It doesn't even start. But I've decided, fuck that. I'm not going to not talk about it. I'm not going to not share. I'm not going to let my brothers and my sisters see me crack. My voice crack. Me hurt. Because that path I took for seven years destroyed me. Destroyed relationships. Destroyed my health, hurt my career, hurt my family, and most importantly, hurt me. So the lessons I've learned since losing Tom in 2020 is I'm going to do all that I can and live as hard as I can for those that I continue to lose because I am still here. And you are still here. If your family member, your friend, your loved one, your brother, whomever they might be, could come back for three minutes, they would tell you, stop. Stop all of this and live. Do the things I can no longer do. Go to the places I can no longer go to. Be everything about me you love the most and share it. And speak my name out loud. And tell people who I was. 
Tell folks what I was about. Don't let my kids forget me. I talk to Jason's wife all the time. I think about his daughters constantly. One was the exact same age as Carly when she lost her mom. I know exactly how they feel. Now, I'm not trying to say that everybody's going to have the exact same traumas. You're not. You're not going to go through the exact same things. But there are people out there that have had things happen. If you don't think that Captain Ware's wife can talk to you about trauma and loss, and she's never wore the gear before, you're wrong. If you don't think that one day his daughters will grow up to be to talk about loss, and they may never wear the gear, you're wrong. It's one of the biggest mistakes that I made and that we make as first responders. One, we only think we can talk to people who wear the gear. We've never been more wrong. Second, no matter what occupation you have, you can relate to me. If you work at a contracting company and you staple papers all day, I guarantee you, you and I can sit down, have a cup of coffee and talk about loss and grief and happiness and triumphs and wins and losses and victories and worries and stresses. Somebody's story can become your survival guide. Your brain tells you push stop on the podcast. They're going to hear your voice crack. And I relate that to your mind tells you stop. You can't talk to people. You can't tell them that you're hurting. You can't share with them that you're struggling. But you can. You can. It's just not easy. During the HELP acronym that I teach, the Health, Educate, Launch, and People, the L is the hardest part. Taking that step, stepping up, telling people that you love and respect and care about and folks that you think are going to have a, a negative outlook on you now that you are struggling and you need support is the most difficult step to take. And I've got the statistics to prove it that everybody who has reached back out to me after getting support says, Kenny, it has changed my life. You're right. That launch was the hardest thing I ever had to do. But now that I'm two, three, four, six, seven, eight weeks into this, my life has changed. The people who didn't support me, they're gone. But they were replaced by 15 people who did. 15 people who do. <clears throat> Folks, I like to end the podcast now, taking a turn. I like to end with this thing, books, practices, and podcast. Meaning I'm going to give you a book, a practice, and a podcast to listen to. Books. You ready for this one? Check out the search for the Green River Killer. That's right. Not a self-help book. Not a fire department book. Not how to become a nonprofit. Not any kind of taking off the cape. And nope. This is a book that is nothing to do with the job. 
but it's amazing and it's scary because the Green River serial killer was a real dude. And that was incredible uh, to take that journey and listen to that book on Audible. The Search for the Green River Killer. I suggest it. It will help you zone out for a little bit. Get away from the job, no matter what job you do. Get away from some of the self-help stuff. Sick of some of that stuff sometimes, man. Jump into something different. Practices. This is from my men out there and women. I want you to get a physical. And I want you to get your testosterone checked. I want you to reach out to me. Email me at operationyellowtape at gmail.com. And I want you to ask me, who do you recommend, Kenny, to get my testosterone checked? Podcast. You're listening to mine already, so thank you. (laughs) I want you to check out The Size Up, National Fire Radio. Really good podcast. And not just because I was on it. Well, it hasn't dropped yet, but I'm going to be on it. (laughs) Not just because I was on it. But because this brother's mission is to talk about things that are outside the yellow tape. How about that? He talks about stuff that we do off the job that matter. That things we do outside the job matter. So the conversation that him and I had was incredible because I focused so much on outside the yellow tape. And how important it is because there are things on the outside of the yellow tape that can ruin us. And there are things on the outside of the yellow tape that we can do to help us. So check his podcast out. And at the end of every one of my podcasts from here on out, I'll be dropping books, practices, and podcasts. And I know you guys are shocked of my book recommendation because you were so expecting to hear some leadership top level 107. Nope. Nope. The Green River Killer, baby. Go go listen to it. It's uh it's something. Folks, I'm really excited. February seventh, I'll be speaking to the Virginia APCO, the Association of Public Safety Communications Officers. I'm really excited about that. Any of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that the Emergency Communications Centers people are really heavy on my heart. I want to speak to more ECCs. I want to get in front of more dispatchers. I think they need more mental health training. If you are a a, a leader out there uh, with an ECC and you're a decision maker, contact me. Get me to you. Let me talk to your people. They need it. They don't need this dot in the I, crossing the T's basic stuff they need real (laughs) they need real mental health awareness from somebody who's been there for about 20 years and had some things outside they need real training we all need real training but especially our ecc so any of my leos listening contact some of your ecc folks that you know tell them to contact me they need us folks i'm excited to be in virginia beach on february 24th at the Virginia Fire and Rescue Conference. I'll be speaking there 8 to 9.45A. Whew, that's early. And then 10 to 11.45. If you're interested, go register. You can go on Instagram at VA Fire Rescue. It's in Virginia Beach, Virginia. At the Virginia Fire and Rescue Conference. I cannot wait for this one. I've been going to this conference for a lot of years, but to finally be speaking there, it's... uh. 
very humbling, very humbling. I've got several virtual presentations going on. Um, I've been asked to come on a bunch of different podcasts lately. The word has spread. People are doing great work in mental health awareness, not just me. People are doing incredible work. We can't do it without the support of people who believe in it. Folks, give me a follow at Kenny Mitchell Fire on Instagram. Head over to my website at KennyMitchellJr.com. Pick up a swag. Pick up a t-shirt. Warm weather's coming. And you can rep that OYT from everywhere. I love when the folks from all over the country send me their shirt and I put it on my Instagram page and we say, OYT, spotted in the wild. Lifting weights, cutting grass, standing. <laughs> standing beside a rock, staring. I like that one. I want somebody to send me one of them just sitting in a chair eating Doritos. OYT, eating Doritos, watching TV. <laughs> folks, this podcast has been good. I'm a little over my 30 minutes, but... I wanted to break it down. I wanted to answer that question the best I could. I didn't expect for the for the voice to crack. I didn't expect to have the the push stop push stop running through my brain. But we got through it, and we can't push stop, folks. I cannot do this without you. <laughs> you are loved. You are enough, you are needed, and you're needed by you. There are too many of us to ever feel alone. I can't thank you enough for listening. I can't thank you enough for sharing and dropping this into your own social media pages and spreading the Operation Yellow Tape podcast word. Folks, we're building a culture here. We are building a culture. And I'm excited. Until next time, keep walking with me.